Hello and welcome to the Obsolete Gaming Podcast. I'm Dan, joined by Jake Hello. and Andy. Hello there. And this week's episode is a slightly different episode. It's Gaming 2021 in review. Uh, it should have been out last year, so apologies, December last year. But beyond uh, our help or uh, no, beyond our circumstances, I can't even speak. Beyond our control. Beyond our circumstances control. beyond yeah. our control is <laughs> yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I.e. me breaking my foot. Is coming out now, and because of that, and as you probably just noticed, that's that's what wasn't a very professional intro. It's because it's completely unedited this week. So apologies if there are moments where we're completely rambling, and you're just thinking to yourself, "Why has this been left in?" Well, dear listener, it's because I'm not going back and editing this tonight after I've already done it. And also, I think it's it's a diff- it's a it's a different change. It could could work. It might not. It might might make us look like idiots because we stutter all the time and the silences, which I notice at editing stuff. But who knows? <laughs> also, I wouldn't worry about it coming out in January. I always prefer it when people do the stuff after the year's finished because you know nothing can sneak out at the end. You know when people bring out like best song lists of the year and work and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes we'll do it like December first. I think you've got a whole month left. That's one twelfth of the year. A lot can happen. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's why I've never understood when they've done like game awards like beginning of December and you're like, yeah, there's still like a few games to come out this year. They never know; they might take game of the year. Exactly. Yeah, didn't uh, I, I know? Obviously, this was a, a big topic of last year's, but didn't Cyberpunk come out really late in the year? Yes, it was actually in the Game Awards this year. Oh, because it was last year. Because it came out so late last year. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. So. Anyway, without further ado, I suppose we should really talk about the year that was 2021, the year of Squid Game and Bo Burnham or whatever you want to talk about. But uh, Andy, first, what would you say is your favourite game and what were your thoughts on uh, the gaming year of 2021? Well, this year was uh, it was an odd one, a really odd year, because obviously we had a load of games that we expected out, but obviously due to the pandemic, I think we've had a lot more delays than... Well, I guess you could probably say you expected those delays. Uh, but for me, I've, 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 I could narrow it down to... I've narrowed it to a top three. But my favourite my, my favorite game of the year is take, It Takes Two. That that game was so much fun. I played with our friend Tash. We, we had an absolute ball on it. It was just it was just a nice, easygoing, fun game that mixed up the gameplay and everything that you did on it. And I, I just genuinely enjoyed it. And we had such a good laugh on there. Uh, and then another honourable top two mentions as well. Is Resident Evil Village, which I've only just got around to finishing a couple of weeks ago. Really good game, but there was things I just didn't quite like about it. I wasn't massively keen on the ending, and I wasn't massively keen on a few of the things they did in the story. Some of the boss fights were incredibly fun, and some of them were not great. Uh, And then the last mention, which I've not played it for a good while, but Valheim, that game was so much fun to play during the Mm -hmm. pandemic when we had nothing to do, and there was me... There was Dan and there was Tash and our friend Ollie, who's been on the show before, and we, we had such a blast playing that game. It was so much fun just discovering what you could do on it. And yeah, I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah, what I about you, Jake? About Valheim. Oh, well, my game of the year. Well, um, this year, a little side story. Um, I entered a competition a month or so ago and uh, actually won a PlayStation 5. Uh, and I can't quite—I still can't believe I've got it now. When I see it in my living room, I think it's something I knew I was going to get eventually, but I thought it'd be a long time. And uh, for Christmas, my girlfriend bought me a game which I probably never would have even looked at myself called The Medium, 
So while I was off work for Christmas, I thought, oh, I'll give this a try. And oh my God, it blew my socks off. I absolutely loved it. I think I blew through the whole thing in two days. Just played, just literally played through the whole thing. It's not, there's not, it's a very story-based game and there isn't much you can do outside that story. You can't really, you know, there's a few little side secrets you can go off, but you're pretty much on a set, you know what I'm saying, don't linear. you? Yeah, it's very linear. Game. Yeah, but the... Um, but the story was incredible. It kept me on the edge of my seat, which not um, not many games can I find do as well as that does. And uh, it's a bit like if you both remember Amnesia from a few years back. Oh, like yeah. I mean, it's not like Amnesia, but it's the same in the way of you don't fight anything. It's just you've just got to, you know. What's my, what you call, solve like puzzles, game, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, no, just solve. You know what I mean? Just make your way, basically. And yeah, there is a few instances where you've got to be careful, but that's not what it's about. And I've I've never really played a game quite like it. I, I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, before I played that, because obviously, as I just said, I got it for Christmas, so I only played it in the last week of the year. Uh, my game of the year was going to be the uh, Alex <coughs> Kidd remake, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, because uh, it was the first game I bought when I got my PS5, and that just shows what kind of person I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, I mean, it's a great game for the Master System, but and you won't often get find me say this about remakes, but the fact that it has the unlimited continue system means I actually finished it for the first time in my life, because... I could not do that on just three lives. Absolutely ridiculous. It's one of the hardest <laughs> 2D games, I think, around. And well, I'm glad I'm you didn't disappoint, Jake. Sorry, go on. I'll what let you mean? finish, and then I'll say what I was going to say. All right, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, and I'm surprised that it uh, it hasn't... Like, the original Alex Kidd, I mean, because I don't know when that would have come out, was Master System, so mid to late 80s. Um you watch Angry Video Game Nerd, Irate Gamer, Pat the NES Punk, all these retro game critics, you know, the uh, quotation, angry reviewers. I cannot believe they haven't gone to that at some point because it can be so frustrating. But then I thought about it and I thought, Sega isn't big in America. That's where they all come from. Or back then it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't till the Mega Drive Genesis. So it's not that it didn't, it wasn't over there. It was just so. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's a, that's a side note. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What else? Uh, I do have Resident Evil The Village. Ruth got me that for Christmas as well, but I haven't played it yet, so I can't comment. I am looking forward to it. Don't know how I'm going to feel, because as you guys know, I love the original Resident Evils. Uh, Resident Evil 4 I enjoyed, but it, obviously it goes really far away. 5, I completed it, so it can't have been that bad, but it's it's going off the rails. And then I, I played 6, and I was like, I got about an hour in, and I was like, this, I can't, I can't play this. I haven't played uh, Resident Evil 7, but I know it's gone first person now, and I don't do well with first person, so I'm going um, to give it a go. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure it'll be all right, but I don't. Uh, for me, it's all about that first one in the house. And that, yeah, but, but anyway, that's uh, another thing, and I'm trying to think. There's, uh, there's more than that. Uh, this was the year I really got into Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, but I know that's a few years old. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'll leave it at that. If I remember anything else, I'll blurt it out later. What were you going to say before, Andy? So I was going to say, Jake, is I'm really glad you haven't disappointed because I listened to your review last year and I think you did like a top five and I think I might have heard of like two of them. So I'm really glad you picked another game that I didn't even know was released this year. So thank you very much, Jake. A shout out to Alex Kidd. You've nailed it. You've done it again. Jake has picked, picked who is his game just... of the year. I'll back it up and actually say Alex, Alex Kidd of Miracle World. I actually played when I broke my foot. I oh, actually messaged you yeah, about you it. Were saying about... And it is my game of the year. 
It's not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but did you enjoy it though? I really enjoyed it. It was really good, actually. I was really impressed because it, it's it take it's kind of like Halo, nothing like Halo Anniversary, but it's <laughs> the the same concept where you can flick between yeah. the old style and the new style, and the, the difference is absolutely oh, yeah. mind blowing. One thing I will say, and this is personal preference, but even the music has been completely upgraded. Yeah. And me being me, I actually prefer the old music, the like eight bit beepy versions because i think yeah it sounds good when they're more orchestral and whatnot but like i just i just i like old-fashioned you know what i mean old fa- you know what i mean the old style when it was limited and they made it work i thought some some of it sounds all not on there but some old games sound awful music but when it's done well yeah i think it's done brilliant and i think alex kidd the original music ace i mean it's good but like yeah because it's great because when you flick back to the old graphics it goes back to the old music and like you said the difference is night and day but oh, yeah. I mean it should be there's been what six generations in between or something I've just pulled that number out of my head I'm not counting but you know what I mean yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's, been so, like that, definitely. it's been a long yeah. time yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's it, that was I'm not going to actually uh, well I wouldn't joke anyway I think it's nice that you have got different opinions because I think me yeah. and Andy are very mainstream and we kind of get told when Boring, the big AAA yeah. games are out yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very vanilla in a way. At least you're like, uh, what's the word? Like a bit of mint or something. <laughs> if you were an ice cream, you'd be right, okay, mint yeah. or chocolate. And me, me and Andy would just be vanilla because we just go with, oh yeah, we play the new triple. Even though I don't play Battlefield yeah. or COD, COD or anything like that. No, but still, you do to you a know. point, but you still play. You play other stuff like that game. You, I don't know what it's called, but that game you play with the scientists and the things. Where you, SCP. Oh, SCP yeah, like, Secret. I, I'd have what never heard of that if it weren't for you two. So you I was know. introduced that this year. That's a cracking game. Yeah. Anyone's got a PC and has a Discord. Fifteen friends and you get your yeah. own server. Exactly. <laughs> I would playing. shout the Discord. I would shout the Discord out, but I don't know if I've got permission for that. So I'm not going to. Maybe in a future episode. Shout out to all the jungle out there. We love you boys. Yeah. And yes, girls. Exactly. Um, but my game of the year is it's subjective. I can't can't actually tell you what my game of the year is. Because hmm. I think 2021, and it's this is just my opinion. It might be controversial for you, Andy. Like it takes two was an amazing game. It was cracking, and it won game of the year, the game awards. I think it only won game of the year because it's been quite a weak year for games. Just saying, I'm not. I'm not oh, taking yeah, away definitely. from. Yeah, I'm not taking yeah, away from the if fact you would... that the take two is a great game. It's just, I just think because of because of the uh, basically the pandemic, the echoes of it, and it, I think it really put a strain on 2021. I think that's what gave it that because I was very surprised when I found out it was take two but then I looked at the other games and I was like there's not a lot of competition because like it takes two Psychonauts 2 that was a cracking game Guardians of the Galaxy Deathloop they're all great games I've played this year but obviously because I'm a podcaster and I have to say what my favourite game was this year it has to be out this year the best game I played this year was Half-Life Alex, but it doesn't count because it was out last year but oh, right. when I yeah, think that's 2021 I always think yeah. well you know, I got a VR headset that year and yeah. I played Half-Life Alex, and it was absolutely amazing. It's but, like, I had to think like that a lot because when yeah. I was thinking what's my game of the year, I was thinking because I very rarely play things as they come out, if you know what I mean. Sometimes I do, but it's not often, so I have to kind of remember, oh, no, that's a year old, or you know yeah. what I mean. It's like... Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, but no, I, yeah, it, I'm not taken away from It Takes Two at all. It was a great game. I think it won a few awards at the Game Awards, to be fair. Um, I didn't really yeah. get the story, but to be fair, Joe, we might... I, play it with you one day it's a couch co-op game oh really yeah, yeah we should play it one day it's good it's oh. i think it's a bit too long 
But again, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't, I don't know, what, know. I don't know. I, I think don't it varies the gameplay enough to. I feel like it varies the gameplay enough to keep it going. Mm. But the, what you were saying there, Dan, like you don't think it would have won if it wasn't for such a you know a pandemic-ridden video game delay year. Like I completely agree because if you were to take like it takes two and release it last year. I don't even think it would have been in the top five games of the year award or the year before. But because of this year, I think it has. And I, I absolutely love that game. I voted for it to win Game of the Year, and it did. I couldn't believe it. I was like, compared to the rest of them, I was like, I hadn't played Resident Evil Village at the time. And the others, I was like, eh, they're all okay. Let's give it, let's vote for it takes two. I had a lot of fun with that. And I'm, I was very chuffed to see it won. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's our friend, mutual friend Tash. I think it was her game of the year as well. So I say I'm, I'm not going to berate it anymore. If anything, I, I by default it's my game of the year. But, you know, um, yeah. Uh, so, but I think I think in a way it's set up 2022. Surely that has to be a much better year to the point where we'll have too many releases. Well, I definitely. Don't... I mean, if if you don't mind, this going into something else we wanted to talk about. Like, if we're going to talk about disappointments this year. The only thing I could think of, I haven't, I mean, there's one game that disappointed me a bit, but it was never my favourite anyway. They remade Sonic Colors this year, came out for the PS4 and Xbox One, and it's fine, it's Sonic Colors, but that was never really, uh, you know, it's big in the fan base, but I was never really that fond of it. And then when I played it, it was like, there was a lot of lag, and there was a few little glitches here and there. I mean, by all accounts, I think it's been fixed now, if you know what I mean, but that was a bit of a disappointment, but I didn't really go into it with that high expectations because it was never my favourite Sonic game. But my main disappointment is touching on what you just said, how little has happened this year, especially from the likes of, say, Nintendo. I can't think of a single Nintendo game I've wanted to play this year. I mean, there's been some. I think they remade Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, but I weren't really too interested in that. Beyond that, I genuinely can't think of another Nintendo release I even batted an eyelid at. And I mean, that's, you know, my problem more than any, you know. No, you, I, mean, you, you, I completely agree. It's been a very yeah. weak year for Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, I will go into what I think Nintendo's going to be next year, but that's mm. for later on. What would well, you I, say I was think your biggest Nintendo... disappointment, Andy? Sorry. Well, <laughs> just, to, just to touch on the Nintendo fact, I know uh, the Animal Crossing got a new big expansion that came out this year, and I've heard lots of good things. Tash, as we've mentioned a few times, has absolutely been playing the crap out of that. Uh, I, I, but for me, like this Nintendo, I don't think I've found a single reason to want to go on my Switch this year. There's nothing uh-huh. there that's tempted me to go back at all. I've barely touched my Switch this year. But in fairness to the Switch, I have got an Xbox Series S and a PS5 this year. So, you know, I've had other things. <laughs> you've got yeah, them you've all, quite busy. You? <laughs> yeah, you've got the whole generation at your fingertips. I know, I can't believe it. Like I said, if I'd have known, if I knew, like I just said, like, as I touched on before, I just entered the competition to win a PS5. Never in my never actually imagined I might win it. And obviously if I already if I if I already had that, I never would have bought the Xbox. You know what I mean? So I only bought the Series yeah. S because I thought two hundred and fifty quid for a next gen system. You can't you can't go yeah, wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. So um so yeah and it's great now. So any exclusive I've got both. So it yeah. doesn't matter. It must be great to win competitions. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, just not... Right. Yeah. Usually if but I to go I'm back into my <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to go into my biggest disappointment of the year, it's it's Sorry, an old yeah. one now. It came out it came out near the uh, start of the year, but it's the Marvel Avengers game. What a massive disappointment oh. that was! I was like, oh, here we go, we're getting an actual about. good Marvel game, and no, it was it was pants. 
Was that this year? Put it politely. That feels like ages ago. Yeah. I remember remember hearing it might have been you guys telling me about it. I can't I do remember hearing about it, but I didn't know it was this year either, but I remember because another one of our mutual friends, uh, Tom, he is a multiplayer guy, but when I found out he was getting Avengers, I sort of said to him and Dell, you can't just slap the Avengers on a game and say it's going to be a great game. What the footage I was seeing, I thought this doesn't look like it's going to hold itself and the hype and everything got to everybody. And I think that that's a lot of what happens these days with these games. The hype kind of carries it until then people start to play it and they go, Oh, and people that are kind of outside of the hype looking in go, well, this is the things I've been seeing the whole time. So I think if it wasn't, if it was just like a Guardians of the Galaxy, because I think because of that, that suffered. And that's a really good game because it's a single player game. But the Avengers, it was a complete mess. It had all these ideas and it was like they threw everything at the wall and sort of, just sort of saw what stuck and hardly anything did. Just to <laughs> clarify, it isn't actually a 2021 release. I've just checked. I feel like an idiot oh, now I've said it. But it was, so it, it was it came out August last year. I, I for sure thought it was this year. But, all right, so it wasn't my biggest disappointment of the year. My biggest disappointment <laughs> of the year, even though I love it, is Battlefield 2042. There you go. Oh, I've go. said it. <laughs> I've gone there. We'll go into it later with Battlefield because I feel like this needs yeah. a bigger section. But, well, yeah, like, yeah. that is yeah, Battlefield. I- so, Dan, what's yours? <laughs> Well, going back to Nintendo, it's even though I'm staring at one right now, it's the Nintendo Switch OLED. I I think a lot of us were hoping for, we heard about this elusive Switch Pro for years and years, and we all know that the Switch itself, the hardware, like Nintendo tend to do, always release really, not it's not like outdated, but it's, you know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, milk that's, closer to its sell-by date than it should. You know what I mean? You'd rather look at the back of the shell, but with Nintendo, it's like, well, just, I don't know what my analogy is here, but anyway, it makes sense to me. But I, when they announced it, I think it was just a typical response for everybody. There was anger of, what do you mean? It's just an OLED screen. Not even 4K, still 720p, no new power in it. So it's like all these new games that are coming out, it's going to be on essentially very old hardware. And I just thought, if anything, I think if, if they released a Switch Pro, it could have given it another five years of life. I but- mean, the thing I don't understand, I understand why they'd want to release a better Switch. I mean, why not? But when the, there's been rumours almost since the Switch came out that mm. there was going to be a Switch Pro. and No, it's never been confirmed. And Nintendo never said anything until eventually this got released. And, I mean, on its own, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But if they'd have just shut down the rumours and said, no plans are in the pipeline for a Switch Pro, then this would have come out and people would have been like, oh, right, oh, cool. Yeah. And that would have been it. Oh, but they waited for this to come out to turn around and say that. You know that. Yeah, exactly. This that- came out and they went, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, plans for Switch I Pro. I don't understand why they didn't say it first. Because I, I just can't. I can't. The thing is, it, it's Nintendo. We know they like to tinker about with everything. You look at the, the 3DS, for example, the DS, the Game Boy. They have so many different models. And in a way, because the Switch is a handheld hybrid, mm. it kind of would go along with the whole of, well, because usually they don't really tinker with the consoles, do they? The mainline ones. No, no I mean, um, no. Not the, at the, all, the Wii really. did a fair bit. That came initially yeah. add Game GameCube backwards compatibility, and you could plug in the GameCube controllers. And somewhere along the lines, the newer models stripped that out. Mm. Yeah, but as I say, I as much as I say it's my disappointment, I've I've got one because my Switch broke over Christmas, so I've actually bought one just because I'm a fifty fifty player. I play handheld and on the TV, so I thought, well, for an extra fifty 
pound or so. And at the time, luckily, I had that disposable sort of income. I thought, well, yeah, I'll just I'll just get that because it'd just be nice to actually have a different switch. And don't get me wrong, like you picked it up the other day, it's night and day. If you're if you play it portably, I'd recommend getting one. If you've already got one, probably not. I don't think it's worth like selling the you've switch. Got a switch yeah, no, yeah. but there is a massive difference. If you lived with somebody that had the OLED, you probably would be very envious because the colours and everything. There's no difference. As I say, it's still 720p. It just looks like it because it's an OLED screen. It pops off the screen like, but the, the, the frame rate, and everything's the exact same. But. Like for me, it wouldn't even <laughs> enter my mind just because I don't really play it handheld. Very, very, very rarely. It's oh yeah, so do, there's no so. difference whatsoever. But I think that was Nintendo's 2021. Really, they had the OLED switch and the expansion pass for Nintendo Online, which again, the controversial. I completely uh, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah the that's uh, controversial what topic. Is it? Nintendo 64 and uh, Mega Drive games. So for an extra twenty pound a year, and you get Animal Crossing the DLC for free. Well, obviously, as long as you're subscribed to it. Mm. But they, for some weird reason, they've up the money that much that, that that's quite a lot because yeah. it's only 18 pound a year yeah like if you pay for it like i just did i just paid for it a year at a time because i thought 18 quids you know well, they're, they're not yeah. they're, they're catching it with ps4 and uh, or playstation and xbox and nintendo don't offer the same thing they do everything is so half backwards and you don't need to talk to people online remember like in the pandemic andy trying to talk to you and tash on animal crossing we have to do it through our phones oh, and all this ridiculous I remember stuff it, cause it was stupid, with Splatoon stupid. 2, weren't it? Yeah. you have this whole app through your phone but you still stuff. have to now but what i don't Cartoon understand is i'm sure i mean someone might correct me if i'm wrong because i never did it but i'm sure we you online i'm sure they had some sort of chat Maybe. I, 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 I just, might, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just, I'm sure I remember somebody I knew having headphones and talking to people. But it might have been doing it. He might have been doing that through someone else. But yeah, he was maybe. Definitely playing it wouldn't surprise me with Nintendo. Like the original Splatoon. It would not surprise me with Nintendo. But anyway, going into more disappointments, and I think this is going to be something Andy will want to clarify massively. So I'll let him take over when I mention this. <laughs> and that is the complete mess that was the GTA Trilogy remaster. Over to you, Andy. Oh. <laughs> so just to throw this out there, I want to offer an apology to all of our listeners who've listened to the recent podcasts that have come out. We've had two podcasts that have come out since the GTA trilogy have been released, the remasters, obviously. And in both those podcasts, I praise Rockstar for never releasing buggy games. It's not something they do. They always product control <laughs> and quality control. They always make sure they release games that work. And both those podcasts were recorded prior to GTA. I just want to throw that out there because obviously I never would have said that knowing the, the massive mess that Grand Theft Auto was. Uh, so yeah, apologies for that. But that is the reason why I'm sticking up, for, was sticking up for Rockstar so much. But my God, yeah, those games, they've made some great memes. Like oh, just God, seeing yeah. the picture comparison. Like, I'll, I'll, like, don't get me wrong. I think like the art style they went for was... You know, they wanted to stay true to the old games, which I kind of understand. I felt it felt a bit lazy, but you know, that's exactly what this was. It was a lazy port that they've just because apparently people have found code in there that it's just essentially the mobile version of the game that they've ported to all the consoles and to PC and just upscaled it. Apparently, the Jesus. Nintendo Switch version of the game barely runs. It's like it's just a mess. But from personal experience, they released Grand Theft Auto 3 on PlayStation Now in December, and I downloaded it. And the only experience that I got was, oh, yeah, this is what gaming was like like 15, 20 years ago. That that was about it. I then stopped playing it because I was like, this is pretty boring. <laughs> I w- I <laughs> that said, was it. 
I mean, I would have said this on the podcast before, but touching on what you just said, Andy, I find that generation where them three games came out, the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, the hardest to go back to because it's just on the cusp of, you know, it's before the 360 and PS3 when things really started to pick up and look real, but it's not so far back that it's almost charming with the designs and the experimental 3D and so do you know what I'm trying to say it's and it's I don't yeah. I don't know how to word it it's just everything seems so lifeless I think in it and the colors seem so drained and I don't even really know what I mean or why that is but there's not many games from that generation that I would go back to Nintendo I know I'm a bit of a Nintendo boy but <laughs> That's different because a lot of their games are very cartoony and they kind of still stand up. But when games are trying to be realistic, like your Grand Theft Autos and like the, I'm sure there would have been Call of Duties that started on there. I mean, FIFA especially. It's just, no, you can't. I I struggle to go back to it. And obviously, as you know, I like my retro stuff. But that generation, that's just a very, it's It's funny, obviously. You mentioned then, Andy, uh, GTA 3 came for PS Plus. Uh, San Andreas came out for Game Pass. And I had the exact same experience as you. I, I was really excited for it because I'd loved Vice City was my favourite, to be fair. But I loved San Andreas, mm. so I remember that at work telling my workmates, "Oh, you know, going to go home, got it downloaded." And I think I played it for all of twenty minutes and thought, mm, "Yeah, it looks prettier, but the the actual gameplay is just as you say, Andy. It's like it used to be, and we've perfected the formula. And mm-hmm. as much as it, they yeah. have their place in the Hall of Fame." It's a bit of a. It's a bit different than going back to an old movie you like, because sometimes you just the gaming. It's just sometimes like, well, we didn't have the resources back then to do that, so you, you have to sort of respect it. But you know, it's very you know what I find hard with games like that, like from that, well, you know, which a pretty open world and you know, free from that generation. It's only a light little thing, but I find it so weird because I've got so used to it. Is having to save, having to physically save a game i know that's a really weird oh, thing to say yeah but i'm like yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah i mean i'm just you're just so used to like if something went wrong or it crashed you'd know that oh it would have auto saved a minute ago but on that no yeah. if you know i mean i mean i don't know for sure about grand theft auto but i know most no, no, the same. That the, 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 yeah. To the point, yeah it's exactly the same yeah to you the know. point I, I think i died on one of the first missions and i had to do it all over again i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> it was what it was back then and you've got to stay <laughs> i had a, the same problem that's the thing with it with a remaster You've got to stay faithful because it's not a remake. There's mm. two differences, isn't there? A remaster oh, yeah. needs to be faithful, whereas this GTA kind of, to me, has a bit of an identity crisis because it's a remaster, but it's a remake. You know what I mean? It, it, it's half and half. Like, it looks better than a remaster because usually remasters look pretty much the same, just upscaled frame rate and graphics. Mm. But this, the, as Andy was saying, the style's a lot different. The controls have been a bit tinkered with. So... It's again. It's just lazy. I'll just come out and say it. Rockstar just they just dropped. It's a cash grab. I, I mean, yeah, I, I it's a cash grab. I, I, I can't uh, really have too much of an opinion because I've not touched it, and I've, no, I was never a big fan of the GTA games anyway. So you know, I don't really. But one thing I don't understand, based on what you've said, especially about the mobile port, and I have seen a bit of footage because I knew you'd want to talk about it. So you know, I've seen how how bad it can be. What I don't understand is if there was a worry of that, why not just bring out in a, tr- in a cheap trilogy just the original games maybe just fix them up to be hd you don't have to really do much to them they have done that that's past. exactly what it was though that's pretty yeah. much what these games were but they were they obviously hadn't done enough testing on them and they were still buggy uh, well, that, 
But, but, I, mean, I mean, obviously, I'm not a programmer. I don't know. I just don't understand how. I don't, how can it? Because you have your investors, and it's kind of like the cyberpunk thing, isn't it? You have them prodding at you. We need this game out at this time. No, no but what I'm saying time. is, the games, the what? The I mean, Grand Theft Auto Three that must have come out in 2001. Yeah. So that's 20 years old, right? Like, how can you not port that to you know current gen easily? I mean, I, I'm not a programmer. I don't know, but well, this is what me and Andy's saying. You see, it's not a, it's not a simple remaster. It's a lot. Di- the game itself looks a lot different. To di- I think it's actually a different engine as well. I think it's essentially a, a kind of a new game. Yeah, but oh, not. fair enough. Then you know I, I mean? see what you mean. Yeah. Um, actually, I also, one thing. Sorry, go. I'll let you carry, and then I'll say what I was going to say. I, I, I was just going to say, but then again, I don't think they released it expecting it to be a buggy mess. But all I was thinking was, if there was a chance of it, why not just throw out the OG ones? That's all I was thinking. But they already had those. So but I didn't know they already, already done that. So, so yeah. <laughs> sorry. So I one thing on. as well, though, yeah, one thing that really irked people the wrong way as well is what they did is prior to the release of these games, they actually, so like on PC on Steam, you could buy the old the GTA 3. I don't know. I know you could get San Andreas. I'm not sure about the other two, but you could buy them on Steam and play them. Just like modern thingy, and people brought mods out for it, and they were all free to download, and you could mm. just buy the game. Prior to its release, they removed them all from the Steam store. So if you wanted to buy them, you had to buy the the, the remastered trilogy. Uh, I'm actually, and yeah. because they did that, all of those mods that got released that people had put years of work into, you could no longer have them work on the games. But if you already had, so it was you- just original ones so play them then yeah so yeah so i've so years ago i think it was on the sale on steam i bought uh san andreas and i was playing it for a little bit but and it's still there on my friends list but if i go to the store page now for that i'm pretty sure i am literally doing it now that it isn't actually available for purchase yeah it says that the request of the publisher grand theft Auto san andreas is no longer available for sale on steam so it's been yeah. taken off well wow. so you get so if you wanted to buy the original you cannot buy the original anymore you would have to go and get it on disc for the PlayStation yeah. 2. You, you know, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. It wasn't this year, it was a year or two ago, but a few years ago, they released uh, Blizzard, re-released Warcraft 3. They did a remaster of it. It's one of my favourite ever games. It's, in terms of PC games, obviously, if you take Football Manager out, it probably is my favourite one, if you know what I mean. But like I say, Football Manager, I don't even think of that as a game. It's just in its own little thing. If you know it's a simulator. I mean. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, but yeah, but like, I love Warcraft 3. Warcraft 1's good. A bit before my time, so I've played much of Warcraft 1. Warcraft 2 was the big one, you know, when I was getting into games. Love Warcraft 2. Warcraft 3, even better for not. And it actually, again, this isn't the initial rant I wanted to get into, but it annoys me with World of Warcraft because I've tried it, but I'm just not really an MMO guy. But it seems like because of that, they haven't released another Warcraft. But anyway, they they re released Warcraft 3. Absolutely atrocious. I never got it. My friend did. Like, the frame rate's <laughs> dire. It doesn't even look that much better. Because for 2004, 2003, whenever it came out, Warcraft 3, it was a very good game. Yeah, it was something game. like that. It was a very, it was. very good game, like, graphics-wise and stuff. And um, the multiplayer's ridiculous. Oh, it's just, I'm, I'm not going to get into it too much, because I'll just... I think you've around. already talked about this before. I right? probably have, because yeah. it's that. But, <laughs> I actually think it was on the last podcast as well. <laughs> Well, the po- they got released. <laughs> the point is, well, I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose, listeners, you won't know this, but like, um, we've because of like, as Dan said, circumstances out, out of our control. We haven't done this for a while. I haven't done it for even longer. So if I've said this to you the other day, to me, it was a few months ago. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Uh, but yeah, um, and basically, if you download that, and luckily I didn't because I played it at my friend's house. If you download that, it you then can't play the original. 
Yeah. If you know what so I mean. It is ridiculous. And I don't I get I see it from a marketing standpoint. I know why they're doing it, but it's so shady and ridiculous, in my opinion. Yeah. There's no need. Because it's, me me and the same friend, we've played network games of that. Bear in mind, the game came out in what, two thousand three, up until, you know, a year or two ago. I mean, we haven't tried since. I don't know if we still could or not, but I don't know. And it just yeah, I just think it's sad because they had something there that was great and they just didn't need tinkering with. And they've just, mm. you know, so now any new fans, because a lot of people, you wouldn't, I can't believe how many people, I mean, people older than us, if you know what I mean. I say, like my uncle, he's in his mid 50s. And I try to talk to him about it. I say, oh, yeah, Walker. I was like, oh, no, awful that world of Walker. And he just, he, he just can't get it into his head yeah. that there's others. Yeah, Warcraft. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, like our, mate, our mutual friend Tink. He doesn't know it, and I think he's 40, 41. He yeah. doesn't, and I just I find it mad, and it annoys me that nobody knows about how good it was before. I mean, a, a lot of people do like World of Warcraft. It's just not my thing. But anyway, we're talking about 2021. Say, so. yeah, moving forward to yeah. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> just a side note quickly, because we've mentioned, obviously, we do record on a lag. Um, I'm obviously editing the next episode this week, and I hope to God Andy says in that episode that Rockstar do nothing wrong. Because <laughs> oh, no. I am going to leave it I hope I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it out just for comedy value. And then if, if you know, you know, listeners. So there you go. <laughs> but, if you know, I'm telling the truth. Yeah. I love Rockstar. <laughs> but it's just, just a side note again, though. You know, there aren't many developers left now that haven't really dropped a major ball um, you know, because we used to have CD Projekt Red on the pedestal. Again, Rockstar was seen as like the gods. Bethesda. Are we now just watching all our developers slowly die? So, to, to be say? fair, to be fair, there is a couple. Well, I say a couple. I mean, one Sony. I can't remember the last bad broken Sony game I played that got released like an exclusive, especially on the PS4. I, I would say as well, uh, I know we were saying about Nintendo, I haven't done much this year, but they don't ever really. I, I'm at, like say, I'm sure somebody could pull something out of a hat that I can't no. think of, but I don't think of anything they release that's, that, that's ever broken. But the thing is, I think that's a positive of they make their own hardware and they develop their own games, yeah. so they're not to optimize they're, In my opinion, too. Nintendo, and as you say, Andy, Sony... I think Xbox as well. They had a bit of a rocky start with Sea of Thieves, but I didn't think that was anything compared to the problem. The problem the Xbox got now is they own Bethesda, so that mm. that's gone out the window. Guilty by association. They love, they love releasing a buggy game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how uh, Starfield is or whatever comes like, out. I, I mean, next. I mean, again, I, I should know this, but like. I didn't realize Sony, Sony don't put, make their own games. Do they? Don't they outsource it to other develop like? Uh, yeah. yeah, all right. So Naughty Dog specifically, then. Oh, or, right. okay. Yeah. Sorry to be, I, I just, you know, that that branch of games. That's what I mean. Their studios. And right. Santa yeah. Monica do God of War as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, and, I'm looking forward to talking about that later. <laughs> uh, for uh, Forbidden Dawn, whatever it is. Uh, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's it. Yes, yeah, so that's what I mean. So, what, yeah, I guess what you're saying is that that, that umbrella. I get what you mean. And then when, when you say Xbox, you mean their umbrella of rare Bethesda. Yeah, because they have got a few there, like yeah, you, 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 like yeah. Fable was never released as a buggy game, like. Touchwood, the, the upcoming fable, like whenever it's out in twenty forty. Skyrim, when that, I know it's old, but was that coming out? <laughs> Bethesda, Skyrim, Bethesda, but Bethesda now is Microsoft. No, that's Microsoft. what I mean. Oh yeah, but it wasn't then. It wasn't it? then. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's what I mean. It, all eyes will be on Starfield, which is coming out 
this year. Fingers crossed it comes yeah, out. Again, yeah, is it, is it December or November? I think it's coming it's out. It's towards the end. Of, it's looking like this year we're going to get a lot, and I mean a lot, of AAA games yeah. at the end of the year. Like, like to be fair, I always remember years like that anyway, where you just get a barren wasteland for ages and then just get all these games at the end of the year, which also is Christmas. So it's absolutely say, fantastic I'm, I'm for everybody. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, it's for, for the kids and for everyone just like, Christmas is coming up. People buy games for other people, for themselves. You know, a lot of people have time off at Christmas. Sorry, Andy. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, if anyone that doesn't know, Andy works in retail and absolutely hates Christmas. <laughs> uh, just for that, I don't hate Christmas. I hate people at Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like I would feel your pain if I worked in retail, but luckily me and Jake don't. So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Let's not get too much into that. This is not the... Uh, the worries of Andy 2021 no. review. No. <laughs> Christ, if it was the worries of Dan Morton 2021, it'd be about five hours long. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I will just briefly mention this because it's a rabbit hole. I don't really want to go down, but I think we need to mention it because it was a controversy this year, and that was Blizzard uh, Activision with their kind of mentality at work, bullying, sexism, and just allowing it. And to the point now, it's even gone over to gaming where in overwatch a character called mccree it's had to be renamed cassidy because mccree was named after someone that worked at blizzard who's turned out to be this sexist bullying pig so oh. yeah there's this <laughs> again that's another developer that weren't really in the highest regard anyway and they just they seem to be falling from grace massively like i really worry for overwatch oh, yeah. 2 the new diablo i worry for anything now because i think it's going to just be turmoil and i think we're probably going to look at Whenever Overwatch 2 comes out, it's not, not this year for certain, but whenever that does come no. out, I reckon it'll be a mess. I just I just don't think it'll have... I don't yeah. think now, because Jeff's left and things like that, they're not going to have the guidance. They're not going to be in the position they were with Overwatch 1. When Overwatch 1 came out, Blizzard were on fire. It is so weird, because for years and years, Blizzard were always one of the, the top dogs in my... Like, one of, like Andy, you, you said about um, you know companies that just don't release anything bad everything's always a knock out the park like rockstar yeah yeah like rockstar <laughs> like blizzard for years because they have obviously they were big on they had diablo for years they had the warcraft series uh, they had the starcraft series which in in south korea from what i understand at one time starcraft was like the national sport over there uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it still is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they had that, and then, like you said, in new uh, in later years, Overwatch came along, and that was a phenomenon. Uh, there's more. I, I, I just I don't know. But I mean, I didn't know when they actually merged with Activision. It was only a year or two ago. I just noticed all of a sudden they were one in the same. I don't know. I don't know if that's anything to do with the downfall, or yeah, I'm not saying it, it, it is. I'm just, I, I, I don't think know. I, again, I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole. There's a lot of links to China, things like that. That. It's very shady practices that that business do. And either way, I just wanted to mention it quickly. And obviously, don't none of us condone anything like that. No. At the end of the day, it kind of, as much as I'd love to say, I'm not going to buy Overwatch 2 because of that. At the end of the day, it doesn't mean the people, everyone developing that game is, you know, they're going to be victims at the end of the day and stuff like that. So it's a very hard one. You can boycott Blizzard all you want, but you're going to be affecting people's lifestyle that are actually innocent have been putting up with that. So it's a kind of, find balance of knowing how to respond as gamers and hmm. you know blizzard aren't going to shut down overnight let's face it but i think they've got a lot and i mean a lot to do to bring back their their reputation and image because i think activision were and blizzard were banned from the game awards this year weren't they because of it really i yeah. didn't know that yeah i didn't know that 
Um, but anyway, I'm going to move off that because I say it is a rabbit hole and go on to <laughs> what you're dreading, Andy, and that is the release of Battlefield. Oh. <laughs> so, so if we had done this, if we had done this podcast a month ago, I would have kind of defended them. But we've had a month of me changing my mind, <laughs> and the main reason for that is so for anybody that doesn't know, Battlefield 2042 got released this year, and it was a bit of a mess. Things didn't work, features were missing, it was just a bit of a nightmare, servers didn't work on there, they've got rid of, they've basically changed the core concept of what Battlefield is and changed it to be more of a hero shooter rather than like, so in the old Battlefields you could choose a class, so you could be like an anti-tank class, you could be a medic, you could be an engineer, you could be an assault character, where now it's a lot more customizable and you've got selectable heroes, which... It seems to be the in thing of modern gaming, the modern online gaming. You've got your hero shooters, and I'm fine with it. I know a lot of the community hate it, but they've removed a lot of features just from Battlefield Five, for instance, that people hate. And when the game got released, I got I paid for one of the special editions because I just happened to be off the week that it got an early access release. So I bought that version so I could play it during my week off. I was like, "There's no way I'm not going to be sat here not playing it." I couldn't play it for the first two days because I couldn't actually get on a server. And then when I finally got on, you'd get kicked out. Your loadouts would get reset. So the reason I was going to defend them is because they released patches, I think, on a weekly basis to fix these things and add new features and stuff like that. And I was like, this is great. By the time we come to do this podcast, it'll be in a good state where I can defend it and say, this is all right. (laughs) The last update that came out was the 9th of December. And since we've done this podcast, they haven't released a single podcast. Uh, a single <laughs> podcast, podcast, Jesus. Oh, wow. uh, you sure you know I didn't do this, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't released a single update, and the game is still a mess. And people have obviously been complaining online and on the subreddit. And the other day on Twitter, one of the, the developers at Blizzard was moaning about how toxic the fans were because we were moaning about the game not being finished and not be not working properly and features being missing and they were like complaining saying oh we're not allowed time off and it's like well yeah of course you're allowed time off but it's been a whole month since an update and there's still like yet to be one and there's no news of an update to come out to fix these features and uh so wait a second did blizzard yeah. do battlefield i never knew no this is ea this is ea yeah we've jumped from oh um, fair uh, one top, one this topic is, to the other. Sorry, yeah. I didn't segue that properly. No, it's, it's my fault. But no, because um, I was going to say, uh, Andy, if, if you don't mind, uh, one thing. Yeah, go for that, it. Like, let's just say in another in another world, what you thought might happen is the game came out, you had those problems, but then now they'd fixed it. I would still say the same thing. You should not be releasing games in that state. It doesn't matter no. if you fix it later. I, I, it's it's like. You, I, don't, I don't. I don't know when that became suit somewhat. I mean, not acceptable, but I don't know when people just started thinking, "Oh well, you know, it'll be all right later." D- no, no, that's yeah. not all right. This, this <laughs> you know, is, this is obviously, it was funny enough. You actually brought something I was actually going to bring up uh, straight away, and oh. uh, Dale, who is listening, um, <laughs> this isn't a, a go at you. Uh, isn't a go at you, Andy? Isn't a go at Dowson? Whatever. I don't understand. Echoing what you've just said, when you mention basically when Battlefield came out, <clears throat> and obviously Andy and Dale and a few of them, are you going to get it? Even though I know they know that I'm coming off FPSs, I get too stressed at them. 
I'm just not very good at them. I don't think they're my thing as much as you're I do. not very good at them. But honestly, I think I just I need to step away because it's not good for my mental health, <laughs> them games. But it's sad because it is nice to be playing with your mates and being in parties with whatever. Like the other night, I was in a party with them playing Zelda as all playing Battlefield. And it is funny because you can hear the... Uh, raging, you mean? Yeah, you can hear them all raging. <laughs> oh, you were talking to them while you're just chilling, <laughs> just chilling wandering around. Um, but again, like I said, this I've, I've looked on the internet and it looks like an absolute mess. And Dale, and not so much you, Andy, but Dale, Dale just sort of baffled me. And he said, oh, it always happens with Battlefield. They always release them in a buggy mess and they get better. But it's like, when did this become acceptable? Yeah. Like, And then, even worse, when did it become acceptable to charge an extra £30 to get early access for a week? I mean, I don't actually blame the developers there. I just think if people are going to pay that, then that's there. For, I, I don't understand just, why anyone would ever do that. But that's, Andy did. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, 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 just to throw it out there, I didn't pay £30 just for early access. So it came with the year one Game Pass that comes with it. So like all the content that gets released in the game, you get that and, a, and some skins and some like little like visual stuff that you get in the game. That is literally it. That's not the reason I bought it, but it was an added bonus. Well, yeah, so you, you weren't literally paying 30 quid to pay a week early. You were paying 30 quid and getting extra. So okay, I still, yeah, I, I, I'll allow that. I, yeah. I see what you mean, though. It's, <laughs> a, right. it's an mm. odd thing. Because I remember it was FIFA was the first thing I heard to ever do that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it was the first yeah. to do it, but a few years ago, I just remember um, talking to a few people when I worked where you were, Dan. Like, I talked to a few people there, and uh, they were talking about the new FIFA. And I was like, well, you know, that's not out yet. And they were like, oh, we've got this early access thing. You know? And then that's just, I didn't know. You know that's yeah. just how it's I become kind of a, With EA and Activision and stuff, it has become kind of a norm, but it... It hasn't really seeped through yet to others quite yet. Like Game Pass kind of do it with, um, if you have Xbox Ultimate, you can play this like a few days early. But mm. it doesn't, I don't know what the model is. I think there's a, a, a again, it's EA, isn't it? I think there's a certain audience and I think you have to count on casuals and also people that are in a convenient spot. Because Andy, I don't think you probably would have paid that if you weren't off. Probably not, no. no if so, I was working, I would have no reason to pay for a week early access. Like, yeah. I only get to play a few hours a day anyway, so yeah. I wouldn't have done it. So I think it's a very niche thing that I don't think will ever lift off. And as we've just seen, I think, if anything, you pay for the privilege to play a game that was even more yeah. broken before it even I, came I, I out. I can imagine as well those yeah. that sort of early access. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, <laughs> you both two are far more finger on the pulse with modern things than I am. But I would imagine they're only really popular or even a thing with games that are heavily online-based because I can't see any benefit. Like, the only benefit I can see is on a lot of those games you build, you level up, don't you, and you get better and stuff. So it basically gives you a week ahead of the majority of the people. I can imagine that's why people do it. I'm only guessing. Well, to be obviously. fair, with like, what, with, like, early access stuff, like, obviously Steam's riddled with them now which I'm absolutely fine with. There is a lot of single-player stuff that's on there as well, because mm-hmm. what they yeah. do is they will, like... So, for an example, they released um, Baldur's Gate 2, I think Ooh. it is, uh, or Baldur's Gate, the, basically the, the team that did the Divinity game. But uh, Baldur's Divinity Gate. games. Yeah, so the, the yeah. people who did Divinity Original Sin games, they have released a Baldur's Gate game, which is obviously Dungeons & Dragons, for those who know, uh, who don't know. Um, and they released that game in early access... But it's a, I think it's got multiplayer aspects. You can play like co-op, but it's a purely single-player game, like story-driven game. And they've released it a chapter at a time. So I think if you buy it now, I think Act One is available. So essentially, you're paying for it's early access because not the full game is available. So you don't have to pay for it. 
Mm. But usually in, in terms of Steam, when you buy something that's early access, it's actually cheaper to get it there and then rather than waiting for full release. Yeah. I say just to just to backstep, I'm not I'm not saying I don't like the early access model as in for these indie developers like Hell Let Loose and other especially on Steam PCs so it's easier to do. Oh, yeah, what yeah. I don't like is when the game is a week off and it's a it is finished. You know what I mean? It's not like you're getting early access. You kind of just I think in a way, as you said, Jake, it's kind of giving you the whole oh you get a whole week to get ahead of the game. And yeah. another thing, yeah. just not not to completely, uh, you know pan battlefield because i'm sure like i enjoy battlefield games i'm sure i will pick it up at some point i just at the moment i've got a 10 hour free trial i've not even played yet mm. um because i do enjoy battlefield games but another thing <laughs> really bad timing for it halo infinite came out the multiplayer came out strategically a few weeks before battlefield completely free to play Oh, wait, so they brought the multiplayer before oh, the game. Yeah, before oh. the single player. I suppose, yeah. That's not I think it was while it was in early access, wasn't it? Maybe. I think, I think while yeah. Battlefield's early access period was like, that's when they released Halo Infinite. Because I remember that same week off, I was like, oh my God, Halo Infinite yeah. multiplayer just yeah. come out for free. Quick download it. And it was, and there's hardly any bugs in that. It plays solidly. And poor, poor old COD, Vanguard, more people are watching. Sleep people sleeping on Twitch than they're watching COD Vanguard. (laughs) More people are playing Battlefield V right now than they are playing the new Battlefield. So you can't really say it's been a very successful year for them FPSs. I think Halo have had quite a good time because even the single player, again, it's this weird thing. I would say Halo Infinite probably might have been my game of the year because it was this year, but for some reason the game awards don't count games in December. So that's what we, we were yeah, saying earlier. I mean. So it I really can't. Can I not count? Yeah. So, so I guess that'll be on next year's. And if, yeah, if it's so, you know if it's in standing because obviously, it, like we like we said, hopefully this year I'll have a lot of games in line for game of the year. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I've, I've had my piece with Battlefield, Andy. Is there anything more you want to say? Uh, the only other thing I was going to mention is, is we've talked a lot about buggy games that have been released this year. Have you noticed a theme between any of them? This, no. this is going to be a... You know whose fault this all is? Why we get these buggy games? And this is going to be a controversial opinion. It's Jesus's fault. Why did he have to be born on Christmas Day? Because all of these games with buggy releases all have to be released for Christmas. That's the only reason they're being released buggies. They want it released in that window. So therefore, Jesus's fault. Sorry, Christianity, but you've done it again. <laughs> no, you, well, you're geez. not wrong, but let's not like if let's it, not bash religion. If, if, no, if, if, just just a second. I'm not blaming Jesus. Yeah. Genuinely, this is a joke. I'm just saying yeah. it's the no, Christmas yeah, period that's yeah. doing this. Yeah. And if it, yeah. if it wasn't for Jesus and Christmas, there'd be another period that exactly. people. It's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another, Capital, yeah. It's capitalism, consumerism. Yeah. That is what's to yes. blame. It's no. human beings. That's just it. At the end of the Again, day. Like, like talking about cyberpunk like, of last year, like I, I, I'm sure if that had have waited till this year to come out, that probably would have got a much better reception. Oh, if that come out like in like, December this year, I don't know though. You know, because when you actually look at the game, I mean, I don't know. I've obviously, you know, I don't know. I think, I think that we, we are definitely. I can promise this. There will be a podcast when we revisit that. I think cyberpunk, especially when yeah, it's meant to I want to wait good. for. I want to yeah. wait for updates for it so, and actually talk God about it genuinely when. rather than talk about bugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I've actually I've even got that myself now. Like I said, I picked it up dirt cheap because it was so. Um, yeah, when whenever you do, I'll actually play that for you for a bit. I don't know how far yeah. I'll get because I'm terrible at those sort of games. But I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a go. I did start it. I told you, didn't I? I started it the other week. Thought, oh, I'll give this a go. Played it for about an hour, and I was like, I just can't do it. 
because I just really struggle with first person games. Just I just really struggle with there's, the controls. I just I really do. There's a lot of potential in that game if you ignore all the hype behind it. Like we actually play of it before the bugs get involved. I could definitely see a good game in there. I'm just waiting for them to tell me it's ready to be played, yeah. which yeah. I've not really heard of anything. So yeah. I did actually watch a video of it the other day where somebody went back like a year later, obviously. Mm. To, to compare, and they were like, the PS4 and Xbox One editions essentially are exactly the same. I think the less buggy, but they're still, it's, they're still not ready for that. They're, they're just not a game ready for that console. They're a next-gen console. They're, they're a next-gen game, and they're not ready for that. But like, it says, like, PC, it's bearable, and I don't think the PS5 or the Xbox Series X have even had their upgrades yet. No, no, I it's they, still, like, yeah. I and the, it's supposed to be released this year, isn't it? it well, last year. It was meant to be out last year. There's a rumour. Oh, okay. Whether or not this source is is right or not, it could be wrong. There is something flying around Reddit at the moment that there is a, a Samurai edition coming, which is basically the game. Anyone that has the game is going to get these updates for free anyway, but it's more to lure people in of, oh, look, it's a Samurai I, edition. I reckon that's the only way. It's got all this free content. content. Yeah, and it might give I you a like... few bonuses. You know what I mean? Stuff that you have to get to buy. I don't know. I I genuinely think the reason that they're taking so long to update it is on purpose. I think they want Cyberpunk to be out of people's memory that when they re-release this, like if there's going to be this Samurai edition coming out this year, next year, people have forgotten about the hatred that game had when it came out. I think they're taking a break so people have got over it and then they go, we fixed the game. Here's all this free stuff as an apology. Yeah. There no, you I, go. Is it, Murray, I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah look that's at, it, like, and then yeah. that gets a lot yeah. of... Uh, but while, while we're on the subject of this, right, somebody, if anyone out there has any sway in game in development and all that, somebody get the rights to Bubsy 3D and remake <laughs> that. Fix that game. That's the game that needs fixing. That came out of Buggy Mess in 1997. <laughs> anyone How can't is Bubsy Grob again? Face in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we've the got other... an ongoing joke. Yeah, the unofficial <laughs> Bubsy We podcast. are the unofficial podcast, yeah. <laughs> The thing is, probably no. I reckon because Andy never heard of it. I reckon probably most of our <laughs> listeners have never. No, because we started off as a retro podcast, didn't we? Not really, but we, yeah, there was. I a reckon lot of... have, to the point. Well, here's here's something that Jake did in 2021 <laughs> to, to to finish off the cracking year that was 2021. He went out and got <laughs> a Bubsy tattoo. I did. I'm not even joking, and that's yep. not even his worst tattoo. <laughs> to be fair, it's not even a bad tattoo. It's actually just a red exclamation mark. But the thing is, you need to know. What it is, you know what I mean? You could think it's a Metal Gear Solid thing. If you don't know, I'm waiting for the day, and it is going to come one day when you're just maybe at a gig or somewhere. So you're gonna go, <laughs> yeah, and it will just be a magical moment because, like, this one other person in the world yeah. <laughs> knows what Bubsy uh, is. But... Oh, somebody will, yeah, somebody will. But, but yeah, no, I uh, like I say, I think a uh, very underrated platform series. But like, there's no defending uh, Bubsy 3D. But uh, again, basically, what I was going to say is what got me onto it was when Andy said about Cyberpunk said there's a good game in there because that's what I think about Bubsy 3D. <laughs> There's a game there, <laughs> but it's just controls and the graphics make it borderline unplayable. I love that oh, this is a 2021 God. podcast with you when we were uh, talking about bloody Bubsy. Yeah, PS1 uh, game at that I as suppose well. I, did, I did bring it to Warcraft 3 earlier <laughs> yeah. as well, didn't I? So, um, it's right, fine. Well, Let's, well, let's go I'll, on. I'll, I'll, try, and, I'll year. try and put it back, <laughs> back ahead on to where we're going to be. So let's talk about the upcoming year. What, like, how about you first, Andy? What are you excited to come out in 2020? Oh, this year. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so for, for next year, my number one game that I cannot wait for, God of War Ragnarok. The, awesome. the, the last game of that was 
probably one of my favorite games of all time and i really didn't expect it to be for that kind of game like i enjoy like a beat-em-up style game but i don't know it just took it to the next level it was so much fun there was just the story was great sorry go on what were you gonna say all i was gonna say was it was actually free on ps plus recently and i downloaded it it purely Mm -hmm. because it's a game i never would have touched but everyone that's played it says how good it is so I have to try because I've played the original God of Wars, you know, for the PS2, I think. And I never really was that big on them. So I never really gave that the time of day. But everyone says how good it is. So I think, well, for free, I'm going to give it a try. The original, I mean. And then if I like that, I'll get the, the not the, uh, the the one for the PS4. I'll give yeah. it a try. If I, and if I like that, well, I'll get the. For any PC players listening out there, it comes to Steam this Friday, and I'm picking it up this Friday because oh. I have heard so much about it. Like, yeah. if, uh, if you can't, yeah. if you if you think I think it's forty pound on Steam, if you think that's a bit, you know, a bit expensive, go on CD keys. It's about twenty something quid. Mm. That's where I pick mine up for. So, but I've heard. Uh, trust me, it's a, assuming it's a good port. It's a great game. It's it will be a good port. Horizon Zero Dawn. Death Stranding were great ports. I can't see why this wouldn't be. So, I'm, to be I'm fair, before you go any further, Horizon Zero Dawn had issues oh, when it got it? launched. Oh. From what I remember, it had issues on PC. I don't know. I don't know how quickly they got fixed, but I know I heard that it had problems. So, if oh. if you have issues when you buy God of War on Steam, Dan is the man to blame. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's a, but yeah, a, new, this... a new Horizon coming out next year as well. That's for the PS5. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive mm-hmm. to the PS5, New Horizon Zero Dawn. I'd, I'd say I, I pl- I've got Horizon Zero Dawn for the PC. I just can't get into it. It's a great game, but I just can't get into I've, it. I've never played it, so um, I can't. can't, can't. I've, I've even got it. Like I say, that was free as well, and I downloaded it, but I've never, I've never got around to playing it. So there's God of War, Andy. What else? Starfield? Uh, Starfield, yeah. Like Bethesda's next big new project it's exciting i want to see more obviously they've not really released much at the moment um you've got uh dying light 2 which i think is out in february or march is it and they they were saying the other day on twitter that the main story alone plus all the little extra bits is 500 hours to complete that and eight and and an extra 80 hours doing side quests i was like that sounds intimidatingly insane i'm like i don't know if i want to play a game that's going to take me 500 hours to do but either way that's a lot of content to get into uh the other games that i wanted to mention as well is there's gotham knights which is the 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 producer uh, the developers who produce the the latest batman games rocksteady uh they're doing one uh yeah yeah i think it's rocksteady that's doing it they're doing one of gotham knights which it looks like it's a two-player cooperative single player game that sentence doesn't really make sense, but you understand <laughs> what I mean. A, a story cooperative game. Uh, there's the Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. I mm-hmm. just want to know what that game is. That could be super fun. It could be dreadful. And the last one on my list is Stalker 2, which is coming out on PC and Xbox. The Stalker games, I love the atmosphere. I don't think they've aged particularly well, but I love the atmosphere. I love the, the, the theme of it, and it's exciting to see what they can do. Well, without going too much into predictions, because we will uh, finish on that, but I think, in a way, Microsoft and Bethesda have to really bring their A game this year. Like, if you've got, as I say, Starfield and Stalkers and Xbox exclusive, they need to kind of now, they have got Game Pass, they've shown now they have got a very viable platform to basically play these games to subscribe to they need to start now just throwing these triple a games out like sony sony this year are going to throw out god of war for christ's sake and that is game of the year potential is it going to be the game of the year no 
Because you know what is going to be game of the year? Breath of the Wild 2. That's what I think, yeah. 100%. That's... If that comes out this year, forget any other game. That game will just be... Oh, right. my God. I, I know we're, we're in agreement. I'm sure you're the same, Andy. No, he's not. You've got a Switch, haven't you, Andy? He doesn't like Breath of the Wild. I know. Wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. When we were talking about it the other day, I have criticisms of the game, and I've never completed it. But... We are going to come on to it later about New Year resolutions, and my New Year's resolution is I'm going to finish Breath of the Wild this year. <laughs> I know you you're in shock, Jake's I can see face. there, Jake. <laughs> I, 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 I knew I, this I would happen. I don't even know what to say. Uh, I know. It's one of the, if not the greatest game ever made. And, but like, uh, I, don't, I, don't I, I might it's... sound like I'm being insane here, but like, I genuinely, <clears throat> every other game I love, I could understand somebody having a complaint with it. But that's one I just. I don't can't. think it's a bad game. I don't I think, think it's a bad it, game. But I think it's near. I just perfect. have criticisms of it. Like what? Yeah, but that <laughs> it's, it's yeah. too vast. <laughs> There's too much to do. It's too good looking. No, I'm not going to get into it on this podcast. Let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's wait till after. This is going to cause arguments. Yeah, <laughs> because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, it's the message this podcast has always been, you know, <laughs> be what you're into, yeah. whatever. I don't want to berate no, anybody. I, uh, yeah, I am so, sorry, but that is genuinely take, on the, take, like, take live on this, but that is the first time I have ever heard anyone say anything about Breath of the Wild that isn't just unanimous well, praise. Andy will agree with you there. Yeah. He even says like he thinks he's the only person that didn't enjoy it as much as anyone else did. You know what I mean? No, honestly, actually, I feel a bit bad now because I've been in your position, Andy, far more than I'm in this one. <laughs> So, but yeah, the thing like, is, though, is I want I want to play it. I, I'm going to like my New Year's resolution is is this is like I haven't got any games to play on single player wise at the moment. I finished Resident Evil. I'm a bit like I don't know what to do. Breath of Wild yeah. is going to be the game I'm going to play. I want to finish it this year so then I can have a similar opinion to you, Jake, and you, Dan. Like, I are, I know are, there's are a good game in there. I yeah. just sorry. Go on. Are you going to start it again, or are you going to just go from wherever yeah. you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah last time I picked there. up where I was. I, I Last time I picked it up from where I was, I had no idea what the buttons were, where I was supposed to be going, what the objective is. So, yeah, I'm going to start it's... fresh, go from the beginning. And, tr- and I always find I enjoy games better when I come back to them if I haven't completed it. Like Death Stranding, I played like 10 hours of that and then left it and then came back like six months later and absolutely loved the crap out of it. So no, I think yeah. it's, it's going to be the same for well. this. Yeah. I'll tell you what's mad yeah. about Breath of the Wild because I think of that as quite new, but God, I played that for the Wii U. Five years. Yeah. Five years old. Like, I, I forget that it was a Wii U game. I mean, yeah. if it was a Wii U game. It was orig- its original like working title was Legend of Zelda Wii U, like before it actually got like... Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It's being developed for the Wii U to the point they had to halfway yeah. through development because had to complete the U-turn on all the stuff for the, uh, for the Wii U tablet. Yeah. yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, um, there's a few. Like, say, well, anyway, off topic there because me and Andy, I'm sure, will talk about that after this because we could we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll fill a whole podcast up on arguing about Breath of the Wild. Well, and... we've always <laughs> joked, haven't we, saying that we should just me and you should just do a pod. No one will listen to it. Just how good Breath of the just an oh, hour I, of us just saying would, how yeah. good. Like, it, I, I'm just sorry. Like I say, I know I might have, I, might have sounded like a bit. A bit off there when I, when I uh, what's it? I just, I, I just I can't. <laughs> How dare you have a different opinion? Andy? That's not me. <laughs> you all know I'm not like that. I just I couldn't believe. <laughs> I've got it. I wasn't. Yeah. Sh- I wasn't shocked because I I think Nintendo. I don't know. With Andy, I find I find it's like with Jake. He's modern gaming is not his. I find with you, Andy, Nintendo seems to go over your head a bit with certain things. Like yeah, I've never really had Smash Nintendo Brothers. as a kid. Yeah. 
Well, maybe, I have maybe, it. Yeah, it's all right. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that, like, yeah, maybe that's part of it. Um, but no, I suppose for for me, uh, going on to this year, obviously Breath of the Wild two, that's top of the list. But two other things I'm looking forward to were the AEW game, if that appears this year. I, I'm really looking oh, forward to I that. Oh, I forgot it's about been, that. Yeah, mm. I don't know if it will. This, it's just sort of one of those things in the pipeline. But another one. This is probably just me. I don't know if either of you two, but Sonic Frontiers. Oh my oh, god! Oh, the remote open world Sonic game, and the Pokemon one as well. But I'm, I'm more on about the the Sonic ones more. My uh, my, cup. I can't wait for that. But it's just been. I mean, Sonic Forces came out not long after Breath of the Wild, and that was the last Sonic game. I think Mania was that, and Mania came out within a few months, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And I thought they were both yeah. excellent. I know Mania's loved Forces, very mixed, but. I loved them both. Uh, but this one, it sounds like they're going for a kind of Sonic 06 thing of a reboot, but hopefully it goes a bit better than Sonic 06, yeah, if you know what to, I mean. Like, fair, yeah. It needs to. And certainly now, not, I, not a reboot, like a soft, you know, like a real... Yeah, soft, it's a, yeah. Yeah, soft reboot. But something yeah. now like I, I, I want to talk about is, obviously, in the, this month, the end of this month, um, Pokemon comes out, Pokemon Arceus. And... <laughs> When it was first revealed, it looked like the open-world Pokemon game that we've all been craving for since we were kids. Mm. We've learned a bit more now that it isn't fully like that. From what I understand, it's like Pokemon Monster Hunter, which worries me because I've never really played Monster Hunter. But I do feel, like, and I know what I'm going to sound, I'm going to sound insane now, but because Pokemon is the biggest franchise in the world, it's unstoppable, but they need this game really to blow up because I think recent Pokemon games like Sword and Shield and you know Brilliant Shining Diamond and Pearl came out, but you're not hearing a lot about them. They're coming out and they're just appeasing that fan base. Yeah, but the they, thing is that fan base I think is bigger than people realise. Oh yeah it is. But yeah. I think if they if they don't want to go backwards, which again it might not even happen like in the next ten years, but if this comes out and it's not that great, it, it has the same kind of reception Sword and Shield has you think about it as kids, we were always all oh, Pokemon. You know, everyone had a, po- a game, but everyone had Pokemon Red or Blue or whatever. Uh, gold, gold, and silver thing, <clears throat> uh, gold and silver, yeah. obviously, pearl and diamond. But I don't, if I was a kid now, would I be like wanting to play a Pokemon game with which is a completely outdated formula to what it was? When you think about them games now, they are a bit outdated with their formula, where now they're kind of striving forward with the sword and shield, they have the kind of world areas and with this one it kind of looks more open world i think if they don't want to start looking if they want to start basically bringing in the next generation of people they need to this is basically it to basically show that yeah pokemon's still here and it's still because it's a viable game to be playing and it's not you don't need nostalgia to play it you can you know what i mean because uh mentioned natasha again she's absolutely loving uh, brilliant diamond or shining pearl whatever it is but you know but for me i, I was even saying i find it very I, I can't get into them but there is obviously people that love them and get into them i want a game that brings me back and other people back you i know, know what you mean? mean you're on about bringing yeah. people back bringing yeah. people in because i think the only game recently that had any chance of doing that which might have done it is uh, the whole let's go pikachu let's go eevee because i mean i didn't like them too much i no. thought i think they had good ideas i loved i mean because i've been saying for ages they should i'm only really a fan of the original uh 151 pokemon i've I've always found it harder to get into games when you've got more than that and i know that's a bit weird but that's just what i want so the fact they remade that which i think are great games anyway and some things they did are great because they made pokemon just more easy they were more around and there was more to catch like you could catch bulbasaurs and charmanders and things in the wild you never could you know with squirrels you know the uh, starter pokemon stuff like that 
Um, but the big thing, which obviously is in Sword and Shield as well, I don't know about Brilliant Diamond and uh, Shiny Pearl, I think that's what they're called, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know about them because I've not touched them. But the fact of Pokemon aren't just hidden in tall gra- uh, grass. I mean, they hang around in tall grass, but you can see them. Yeah, You can see them wandering around. Some of the smaller ones, you just see the grass moving. And I've wanted that for years. And I think that's one of the best things to come out of that. But the only downside with it was the catching Pokemon system I wasn't a fan of. You've got to remember this wasn't long after the big Pokemon Go craze. Yes, so it was basically like playing Pokemon Go. You just incorporate a lot of that. Yeah. It was, you know, but there was there was good and bad. <laughs> but um, I just wish to just release another game. I, I'm I'm a bit different for you because I kind of like the formula. I just wish it wasn't wasn't as in the newer ones. It's very very much go here, do that, do that, do that. You can't really get lost. You can't really do yeah. things. Whereas in red and blue, it was... I mean, don't get me wrong. You had places you had to go, but it wasn't obvious. You had to go around. You had to talk to people. You had to, I mean, now I know exactly what to do wherever I am because I've played it that many times. But as a kid, I didn't. I got stuck quite a few times. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you don't really yeah, get I that now. I used to have a guidebook for him. Yeah, we're saying because yeah. I think games today, especially Sword and Shield, you had the same criticism, Jake, as me. Yeah, it's just a cakewalk. You're getting your ha- you're basically getting your handheld throughout the whole thing to the mm. point of, like with Red and Blue, if you were going in uh, to Brox, uh, because let's face it, I had Pokemon Yellow, and anyone knows if you had Pokemon Yellow, you were at disadvantage at the first gym because you were facing Rock. The game didn't tell you that. You were just confused as to why your Pokemon were doing yeah. nothing. You had to learn that yourself. Now you'll get people sort of coming going. Don't do don't don't send electric against rock and it, it kind of is a bit yeah. like I get it because obviously you, it, not everyone's going to have the yeah. time to research and or play the game for hours to figure it out. Yeah. But at the same time, when it's just in your face to the point I mean, of on, this is just a cake walk. On, on yellow, you know? there are, are ways to find out. Like people will tell you what's weak and what's not, but it's not as in your face as that was. If you know what I mean, so it's I a lot think more. Nintendo still have that kind of. They don't hold your hand that much because I'm playing Breath of the Wild again now just because I've got the OLED, mm. even though I play it on my TV still. I played it handheld a bit. I, fo- I found, you know, sometimes I'm like, what? Because you'll get a side quest and you think, what? Like, what do I do then? Oh, or when I was going to... Uh, the amount of them I found yeah, on Breath of the Wild. Or Mount Doom, not Mount Doom, but you know what I mean, the volcano. And suddenly you start burning. I'm like, what do I do here? And then obviously you need to... You, you that, kind of have but, to but I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah, you have it to figure it out yourself. You. you just have to know. It's like the one thing I loved about Breath of the Wild, again, I don't know why we're getting into this, is that, like, <laughs> obviously when that came out, quite a few of us in our, our crew had it. There was me, there was you, there was our friend Tink, there was quite a few people, like, uh, that were playing it. And we all worked together at this, at this time. And we talk about it. And what was great, because it's so open, we're all having different experiences, even though we'd yeah. all been playing it for the same amount of time. Yeah. Because there's no set way to go. You just go off and do your thing. And that's what I... I absolutely loved about it, like because I think I can't remember who it was, but the, the last Divine Beast that I did was the first that somebody else did, and it took me weeks before I even found it. But because they just went a complete other direction, yeah, it's the hero's path, to yeah, go, isn't it? And yeah, it's okay, we're not going to go into it, we'll save that for after the podcast, yeah. where no doubt there'll probably be arguments, and no, there won't be. Again, again, yeah. I, I know I'm just repeating myself, but I'm just yeah. it's so weird to be on this side of the fence. I am so normally <laughs> yeah. the guy on Andy's side that it's just like. I don't understand why people like this. Like, well, that's when you guys talk about VR, I'm just sort of a bit like, well, what, what's uh, this all about? You know, it's the same what, kind of feeling. What it's a just... great segue you just did there. Because <laughs> we need to talk about Mr. Zuckerberg's project. So Zuckerberg has taken over Oculus in 2014. But uh, he's yes. recently, well, 
this year he went full hog with it basically because you could tell Facebook were up to something when they acquired Oculus. You're thinking, well, you know, it's they only really sort of talked about it here and there, but this year they basically said, oh, by the way, they're not called Oculus anymore. We're under an umbrella called Meta, and the it basically showed you what what the future of VR was and how. In a way, it's quite scary because it's almost like I've seen this before in a movie. But Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, basically all the billionaires that essentially control the world are saying, oh, yeah, this is the future now. And it's called the metaverse. And you'll be able to sit, you know, we'll be able to do a podcast in the metaverse and things like that. Basically, Bill Gates next year is moving all of his meetings into the metaverse. So he doesn't need to basically be in the same room as people. And I know you, you are on record on this podcast saying that you thought VR is not going to lift off. I think it's going to lift off now in a way we've never imagined. I think it might become... The new internet. <clears throat> yeah. Honestly, I don't know if it... Yeah. If we can perfect having it like your glasses, which I'm sure... I know it sounds like a mad idea now, but you go no, back 30 at, years... Look at mobile phones exactly. now compared to... Yeah. We've already kind of done it with Google Glass and stuff. Like, are we soon going to see, which it did hint at on the trailer, are we... Me and you, Andy, where? glasses are we going to see that incorporated into our glasses you know i mean it's kind of a mad thought what, but... into your actual prescription glasses yeah, that's quite have... clever it'd have to be though <laughs> yeah, like, spectators for your uh your specs <laughs> yeah. and vr headsets <laughs> and, yeah, like, the, the idea is, is uh off. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the idea of it, like, I totally get it. Like, I think, like, when we're in our older age, like, we're in, a, what, our, like, 70s or 80s, I could totally see us being at home, all going to, like, a, a virtual pub together, having a chat in the metaverse. I yeah. don't see that why it's not possible. Cool, yeah. Do you know what this making me think of? This episode of Future Armor where they go on the... Uh, Quotation marks, internet. Oh, yes. This would have come yeah. out in the early 2000s. There has been it, memes of that already. It, oh, has, yeah, oh well, yeah. you know exactly. <laughs> it's basically like what you're describing. The internet's like a virtual world you just go into, yeah. and that's it. You just you just walk around, and basically what you were just saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, it, it, you know, like, I know a lot of people out there kind of get dizzy from VR, and uh, people like you, Jake, that just don't really... That, that, there is going to be a day soon I'm going to put you Yeah, no, we, we were meaning to a while yeah. ago, just haven't got round to it. And so, yeah. I think you will actually, especially when I put you on Half-Life, Alex, I think you will change your mind and go... like, yeah, I don't think you'll be rushing out to get one, but it was like, mm. for example, my sister, she went and got one after I showed her, you know what I mean, how, what the Oculus was like. And, yeah, and like, she's not a gamer, is no, she? So, like, but, yeah. It's... You know, now she's she's now on the fence, so she's excited to see what, what's going to happen with the metaverse. Yeah. Because it's looking like it's basically you're going to put your, your headset on and you're going to basically be in the metaverse. I don't know what it entails, but it's kind of... It's then, that... then again, they're just talking about it now. It'll probably be 10 years before it's really Perfected, something that yeah. people, like normal people are having. Because, like, think about the internet. That was a thing in the early 90s, but nobody... Nobody had that till sort of ninety, like late nineties. Did you know what true. I mean? It's, I yeah. think true. Yeah. we're a way off it actually becoming something that normal people have. Yeah, yeah. no, I, might, I might be wrong. That's nice. A very yeah, good example, but, actually. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, well, it's, it's going back to what you said, Andy. I, I would not be surprised if we can just, like I say, do, it, go to the pub, do this virtually. You know what I mean? What, what? Because yeah. we've all said, well, we've not all seen it at all. It's actually quite a niche film. Ready Player One. Does it go down that? Hopefully, it doesn't go down that path. It goes very dystopian, but still, could it be that oh, we, yeah. we then start hating reality that much and go into the metaverse to escape it? I know it's quite a dark thought, but <laughs> I mean, it's. I can, I can well, honestly people, people see it happening, though, for some people. 
Yeah. People kind of do it anyway. I mean, like I used to like I'm not gonna go too much into it, but like game like Breath of the Wild, I'm sorry to bring it up again, it's just pure <laughs> coincidental. Like I you can use that as escapism because yeah. it's so vast and there's so much to do. But there's loads of games like that. Like Fallout 4 is probably a good one. That's dead big and vast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. like you could you just escape in it and people use that in the same way. I mean, I use games to do that, but a lot of people you, do you know what I'm trying it's, to say? So as you, humans, mm-hmm. I'm gonna quote a, a video here. Yeah. As humans, we are bored all the time and it's a curse because you know it, it is. You can't just sit in a room. You go insane if you're just sat by your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So we use gaming. We use books. We use movies. We use exercise. We use anything. We use music to escape. Mm-hmm. So when you now don't need your imagination anymore to escape, I think that unlocks a lot of new things in quite interesting and quite scary ways as well. Because it, it, like we're going to be what our generation are going to be kind of the ones that are probably out of touch with this. Because there's going to be people born into the world now where this thing may lift off. In the yeah, next well, 10 it's years. like it's like my my parents are so not so much my dad. He's, he's not too bad, but my mum they're so computer illiterate, and they're only what mid fifties. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And it's just so they would have been. I mean, yeah. So what thirty years ago they'd have been twenty five. I'm pretty sure thirty years ago computers were still a fairly you know, what's the word? You know, they were used, weren't they? It's not like yeah. they were, yeah. And now we're in, our, we're all in our thirties now. So, the, the, you know, what I mean, I mean, not that we wouldn't get on board because we're all quite, you know, we're all gamers. We all do. I think things, the difference, yeah, the difference for yeah. us to say we have been uh, susceptible to, it, haven't we? We have actually been around computers that I don't think we'll be left behind. Like, with all due respect to, uh, I just say this like the boomers because that's how apparently talk now in generational terms the baby oh, yeah but i've only stuff. really started yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know what's what but i think i know gen x that's before we're millennials we're millennials that, yeah uh, gen x yeah. is before <laughs> us and then there's generation z after us that are now being called zoomers is is that what what what's what's that sort of like after kind of 2010 i think after 2000 i don't know i'm not yeah. sure I, I i i don't know i don't know who sits in a room and actually says you know what I get the baby boomer thing because obviously, yeah, the, the war finished and everyone was relaxed and happy, so there was a baby boom. Mm. But then after that, surely it should have just been a one-time thing of, oh, well, yeah, you're the part of that era, and now it's just uh, you're, you're thirty or you're forty, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what you say. As humans, yeah. we like to categorise everything, don't we? So, um, but anyway, I will swiftly move on to our resolutions, our gaming resolutions. Mm. So you've already said yours, Andy. Have you got any others? Well, yeah, complete some of the hundreds of games I bought over the years, but starting with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's a game that gets talked got? about all the time. Oh, I don't want to go into it. It'll be here for hours trying to figure out how many, but there's like a few games that I've bought that I want to go back to. I, I tend to do it often anyway. Like I want to go and finish Halo Infinite at some point. I've done parts of that game, but I just want to go back and actually get it finished. Great game. Great game. Yeah, that was that was perfect time for when I broke my foot. That that came out as I was uh, my sister, who's not listening, but God bless her, um, obviously put me up for a few days, and I just completely because I couldn't get out of bed. I was bed bound. I just literally rinsed that game in two days, and I'm thankful it was because it was a return to form for Halo. But because it's not counting the game, it was I can't count it as this year for some reason. So there you go. <laughs> it was this year. You can talk. Yeah, about it. still. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I don't. Again, I, I'm sort of now got a last sledgehammer. Year, sorry, last year. Yeah, yeah, it was last year. It was, yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. Um, but I've got a sledgehammer to Andy's face again. You need to play Breath of the Wild. And anyone <laughs> out there right now that has done the same thing, there won't be many, 
But if there is, please pick that game up again. Just restart, and honestly, and, you will and, not regret it. Also, for those people, if you th- if you're out there thinking, "Oh, just I'm not going to buy a Switch," <laughs> go buy a Wii U. Oh, they're well expensive now. You see how they've shot up? Seriously? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, forget that. Yeah. Then. Yeah, don't, bother with, don't bother with the Wii U. Switch, <laughs> get a Switch Lite. Oh no, no, no! You want to play it on the TV? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize. Like, I've not really looked at the Wii U sort of thing. Jake, the dictator here. No, no. You need to play it on the TV. You need to play Breath of the Wild. You cannot have a different opinion from me. I will be shocked. <laughs> that game is awful. <laughs> well, go on. What's your resolution then, Jake? Man, uh, I must admit, it's one I've not thought of, but I've definitely I've been thinking it's not a New Year thing. It's something I've been thinking for ages. But what Andy just says, I've got so many games, so many that I just haven't touched. I'm talking probably in the hundreds. I'm not going to touch them all, obviously, but you know you know what I mean. I really want to get... Uh, one thing I've already started, but I'm going to be doing in the first few months this year, is uh, some of my favourite games of all time are... Uh, well, one of is Yakuza 6, and that was my entry point into that series. And I played that, loved it, even got the Platinum Trophy on it, played it to death. Uh, what's it? And then there's a spin-off of Yakuza games called Judgment, there's a new one that came out this year, well, last year, called Lost Judgment, which is in the same universe. You're just playing as a detective rather than, uh, and they're, they're the only two I've played. So I'm going to go through the Yakuza games. I'm, you know, probably about halfway through the first one now. And uh, yeah, just to really get to grips with that, play them. Um, and I'm going to go back and get through Shenmue 3 because I love Shenmue 1 and 2, but for some reason, I just haven't really got into that yet. And I don't know why. Um, What's it? Uh, Dan, you're laughing. I don't really know why. I just, every, Sorry. It's, just, it's just the games you're saying. I'm thinking, has Andy heard of this? Has Andy heard of that? Oh, right. <laughs> I've heard of Shenmue, yeah. I've heard of Shenmue. <laughs> what about Yakuza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they all got released oh, on the, so the Game Pass, right? I, I, I was going to say, yeah, Yakuza's still going strong I suppose, now. yeah. But, yeah, uh, I've got the newest one of them as well, that Like a Dragon or Life of Dragon, mm. whatever it's called. I haven't yeah, like played a that yet, but I'm sure I will uh, in my my run uh, no not really just just basically i just want to try and just i mean it's not a resolution i just want to have it uh, keep because obviously i'm on this podcast so i need to be a bit better knowledge i just keep my ear to the ground a bit more about the because I, I i'm good at focusing of what i'm interested in but i seem to just block everything else out it's yeah. only what you tell you guys tell me I, do you know what i mean yeah. i find it but i'm just like that in life if i don't have much of an interest in something i just completely i think i think that's fair though. It out, you, if you just, know what i mean whatever floats yeah. your boat at the end of the day but yeah. one game you should play is undertale which i've been telling you to play for like the last that, five that, that years one of the yeah. one of the hundreds i've got lying around again i guess a game andy doesn't like so you'll probably love it <laughs> oh hang on hang on hang on i've also got that on my switch it's still installed ready i just got stuck at one bit and then just was like right, i don't know where i'm supposed to go and turned it off and i've not been back on it since <laughs> so you know i think i think i might even have that physically i think i've got wow, it for PS4. there was a limited run I don't know if I picked it One up or not. One of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, but I'll tell you what I have pre-ordered uh, physically that came out the other day. It won't be, but last time I pre-ordered a limited run game, it took nearly two years to arrive. I don't know if COVID had something to do with that, but um, the Angry Video Game Nerd game 1 and 2, they brought them out physically. The deluxe, yeah. Yeah, so I uh, pre-ordered them. But again, it takes... The pre-orders have just finished, but then it takes ages for them to actually make and ship, and they're shipping from America, so even when they are shipped, it's another two or three You weeks. can purchase that, though. Digitally, right now. Oh yeah, no, the physical yeah. version of me. Yeah, you're on about the physical version. Yeah, yeah anyone out there that hasn't heard of it? And... Oh yeah, yeah, they've been they've been available. They've both been available for years. But and, there's and a deluxe. Isn't delu- it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know about the that. deluxe has come out physically yeah. via that li- that limited run. The greater, uh, like, say, I got a a, a a physical version of Oddworld New and Tasty from them. Uh, they did one of Munch's Odyssey for the PS Vita. 
Uh, oh, they do. They do all sorts. They're basically uh, the series. They're you for can people get like you, physically. aren't they? That that, that don't want. That, that, that would rather have something physically in their house. Yes, yeah, definitely. Me and Andy, you would probably agree, Andy. To the point, I actually know you only have a few physical games literally sat beside you right now. Is we one just, of them is Breath of the Wild? Smoking. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more convenient to download digital now, but the, the but with Nintendo Switch, I still find physical for some reason. I don't. But know probably because there's so little memory. Yeah, on Switch. that's it. You see, like I mean, I've I've got like, a key card in mine of uh, I think it's on Yeah, me too. And, I, th- I think I'm pushing that now. I think yeah. you know what I mean, like because I did actually though. I recently for the PS when I got a PS5, I bought a uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which takes up a load of memory on that as well. But purely because it just ate up like half my memory on my Switch because it's just such a vast, you know what I mean, a big game full of DLC add-ons and all that stuff. But on the PS5, it takes up like you know I said I was playing Cyberpunk, installed that on my PS5, and for some reason. I don't know about the series Series X, so hopefully that's a bit better. But the PS5, it's under a terabyte memory. I think that's astonishing yeah. in this day and age. Like I, I had Cyberpunk installed, it was like 150 gig. Mm. So as soon as I'd finished, that, I thought, well, that's coming off. That's like you know, it's, like a fifth of my memory or something. It's it, the thing is, you see, like you look back at like the 360, the hard drive then was. Well, my 360 is 500 uh, gig, but I've got the, the last model they brought out. So what was the first one, Andy? How many gig was that? You could get an arcade that was like was barely it... anything. I remember oh, they used to have detachables. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it was big, but this is when you didn't 16, have to install games and you I didn't think, really yeah, download I think, them. I think exactly. it was 16, it had the hard drive, but you could get a 360 arcade which had yeah, barely nothing. any memory because you can get, you can still, well, you can, they don't make them, but quite memory easy cards. to find. You can find memory cards for the yeah. 360, which, uh, yeah, it's just a, a weird thing. You don't picture that generation with memory cards because by the time the PS3 rolled around, which was nearly a year later, did pretty much out just that was all done by then and it was all uh, yeah. hard drive. Yeah, that's true, isn't yeah, it? Like, I say the problem is though, is I know your argument, Jake, of saying, oh, it's a terrible was, but as games become bigger and, you know, there's ray tracing now and, you know, graphic fidelity, mm. everything, that's going to be more memory. To the point, like, in our probably in our lifetime, we'll be talking about terabyte games. No, but what I'm saying is that's fine, but have more memory on your console yeah. to accommodate it. That yeah. was that was the point of what I meant. What like, I find baffling, though, is that the digital version of the PS5 is still the same memory. And I think, well, surely that should be more memory if it's going to be all digital. I don't think it really makes much difference now. I think in this day and age, you put a, I think no. the disc is like a PC. I think yeah. it only works as the key. Pretty. I mean, okay, it does yeah, have memory off the disc, but it just installs. So yeah, once true. it's installed, the disc is just a key. It doesn't yeah. actually... Yeah. Yeah. A reusable key. Like I say, because I think the Xbox One had it that way, whereas I think the PS5 was kind of a... The PS4 even... Was kind of a bit more. Oh, they never released the a disc. digital version of the PS4. I don't think. No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean like. I mean the way they ran the games. Oh, like, yes, um, yes. I think sorry. the Xbox One, uh, whether it was digital or disc, when it was actually running, I don't think it made a difference. Whereas I think some PS4 games did. Whereas I think with the PS5, they've just gone, not all digital, but as in, I don't know how do I say it. Like you don't read anything off the disc. It's just it's when it's installed, it's installed. You only need that disc. Just so you don't put the disc in, install the game, then go sell the game. Do you know what I yes, mean? Like, yeah. like, like PC games used to be. Like yeah. the, the CD is just a key to unlock the game. But yeah, yeah, I have worded that okay. <laughs> so that makes perfect. And, and also, also yeah. with you saying like, obviously the PlayStation Five and Xbox don't have a massive hard drive on them. They have made it now yeah. on the PS Five where you can buy external hard drives for them. 
So yes. I kind of, oh, I'm, I'm not surprised that they've made it a terabyte on purpose because then they can go out and buy one no. of their. I don't it, know if there's any Sony official ones or uh, I don't know. It, it, it's less than a terabyte. It's uh, it's 825. Yes, because that's the operating system, isn't it? Yeah. They no, no, actually, no, 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 yeah, no. So I mean, yeah, the operating system takes up a bit of the terabyte. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. The operating system takes up some of the 825 yes. and then you've only got about 600 or something to play with. What? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Is this true, Andy? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not massive. I'll give them that. It's better than what the PS4 and the Xbox gig. One original were. Because that's what I'm saying, because the PS4 just... Pro is a terabyte. Oh. Yeah, that, 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 that's the point I was trying oh, to make. I never it's thought not even way. a terabyte. The Series X has got, I think... I said I didn't know about the Series 900 X. It's a terabyte. Gig, so, yeah, that's that's a terabyte, then. Yeah, I, think it's about 900, the... I think it's still like 100 gig for its operating yeah. system. No, because, yeah, that, that's the point I'm making, and I can't... Understand. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, but now you might have answered my question there, Andy, because maybe if they do have their own external hard drives... Because mm. eventually I'll end up with one, because I'm, I'm, I'm pushing it now. I've only got about 80 gig free, and it's not like I've got... And I've not installed all my PS4 games. I've only installed a few. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I say, Mortal yeah. Kombat 11. Cyberpunk took up by far the most, but I deleted that as soon as I stopped playing it. So um, yeah. It can be behemoths now. Yeah, but Cyberpunk was one of them that had an install disc, so I knew it would uh, mm. take a fair bit, if you know what I mean. I do long for the days back in the day when you had the 360 or you know, a PS3 and you could just, and you were just there playing it. Now it's. It all, it all depends on your internet. Started, it all depends it, on your yeah. internet now because it comes with about a million patches on day one. Well. I must admit, though, like, um, no, I, I mean, yeah, everything you know, has to be installed in that, but there's nothing, even the big ones like Cyberpunk, but then again, I wasn't downloading that. I installed it off the disk, so that just takes as long as it takes. But mm. even like Mortal Kombat, it didn't take long. It took long to fully install, I guess, but you could play it. Off the disk, Quite. I think, is quicker than downloading it off the internet, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in theory, it should be as well. So it installs yeah. part of it and then downloads whatever's remained in, so it cuts a chunk yeah, out right. of whatever you've got to download. Well, I think to wrap this up, we should, and if you're still listening, dear listeners, then uh, congratulations for bearing us yeah. this long, because this is definitely our longest episode ever. <laughs> but no, but before you do wrap it up, one thing that I... I well, no, I'm going like to talk about predictions. Ah, oh, right, saying. okay. I wasn't going to wrap it up here oh, now. I was going to say, enough. to wrap it up, so you can tell it's unedited now, because mm. <laughs> usually this would be edited out, so you're getting an insight of how unprofessional we are <laughs> and how we don't sound as professional all the time. <laughs> about the, the amount of uh and uh and silences in this episode would be ridiculous and cutting each other off which yours truly usually as it's out. So, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Enough, uh, what is it? Self-flating my own ego, which uh, there's not really much of one anyway. Um, but I shall finish really with our predictions. So, Andy, what are your predictions that is going to happen in the gaming world in 2022? Uh- well, I think there's going to be... I don't think this is a, a very out-there prediction, but I think this could be one of the best years for gaming in a long, long time. Like, we've got the PS5 and Xbox Series X. We've not had, like, the actual like full potential of them seen yet. No, uh, and I think we're going to no. see... Yeah, I think we're going to see a big, big roster of games coming out this year. That has to be, right? I think this yeah. could be a very good... It's a very good year to be a gamer. I think it's going to be very yeah, exciting, but... and uh, I'm excited to see what all of the consoles do. 
But it's not much of a prediction. It's just me assuming that it's going to be better than last year, which was a bit on the slow side, to be fair. Yes, it was dull last year. I'll give you about. I mean, it's again. Yeah. This isn't much of a prediction. It just affects if the PS5 and the Series S, uh, Series S, Series X, if they finally become more accessible and you can just literally go out and buy one. It's not so. You know what I mean? Like, because it's still. I don't know what it's like all over the world, but here in the UK, it's still not easy to get hold of no, either of them. They'll continue into 2023. Really, do you think mm. it'll be well? That's what they've said. If that continues, then I still think this year I don't think we'll see the full potential because before they can get really into the majority of homes, I think they'll still keep making games that can play on a that'll be released for the PS4 and Xbox One as well because you got to, you want to maximize your uh, yeah, 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 consumer exactly. market, yeah. don't you? So normally by now at this point in the generation, we're over a year in. I know it doesn't seem it, but we are. Uh, you know, they start to phase out. The, you know, in recent times, like when the 360 to PS4, uh, 360 to Xbox One, PS3 to Xbox Four, there was about a year of a lot of uh, AAA games releasing on both, and it was very sudden when the majority of them stopped on the last generations, and you'd only get like your Fifas and stuff. You know what I mean? And then it just we literally just disappeared. Whereas this year, it's going to be a much slower integration. Just because of the chip shortage and the pandemic's probably not helped. Uh, it's you know also what? to do with uh, Bitcoin, you know, crypto, crypto currency. about that. Yeah. yeah, that's apparently one of the main reasons we've got such a shortage of these chips is because of cryptocurrency. Really? Yeah. Thanks, Dogecoin. Yeah, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, <laughs> whatever coin. There's a coin for everything now. Loki coin, that's the thing. The other day I found out. Mm. Loki, um, well, there's a oh, mad. There's an actual coin in it, it. Miss Minutes and stuff. But yeah. one, one thing I will I will predict, and it might just be wishful thinking, is uh, with the new Sonic coming out, and uh, assuming the next Sonic movie is a big hit as well, uh, that could not that the fan, not that the Sonic franchise is dead, but that could give that a real boost. Renaissance, yeah, if you know Renaissance I mean. of like, Sonic is what your prediction could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, okay. if if because the movies, I would only imagine because the, yeah. the 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 first one did really well. If the second one, if the second one bombs, then it'll probably just <laughs> fall into the Sonic fans like you know what I mean. It doesn't yeah. really, um, and you know, again, not a prediction, just a hope. Let's have a Sonic Mania two. Oh, Sonic Mania 2, yeah, please. Yeah, let, let's do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. Well, my prediction is, and I think... I'm not going to be cocky and think this is actually going to happen, but I think it's going to be the year of the Switch. Now, hear me out. Obviously, we've got Pokemon coming out at the end of January. If that's a hit, then, you know what I mean, that'll carry them for months on end. Mm. It's rumoured now. This could, again, could all be speculation and false, but it's rumoured this is it... it and it does kind of back it up when you look at the technology of the Switch. This is its twilight year. This is the year that Nintendo wants to bookmark. Because when you look at 2017, when it first came out, the games that came out and the hype and stuff, and, you know, you had Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2. It was it was great to be playing the Switch. You, you could tell because the, the two years that preceded that from Nintendo, there was barely anything. Yeah, exactly. So they went gone ho And there's rumors yeah. now that they're going to bookend it with Breath of the Wild 2. Apparently, there's a Super Mario in development. I can't see it come out for the Switch, but you never know. There's Splatoon 3, again, Breath of the Wild 2, which, again, it's not been confirmed it's coming out this year. But if it does, then Christ, it'll run away. It'll definitely be the game of the year. I think we're looking at, and this is this is just pure speculation and rumors, but it does make sense, as I just said, of apparently this year they're going to go gun-ho with Breath of the Wild 2, all this, and then next year they're going to basically announce a new console 
that's coming in the holiday season. Now, I think it'll have to be a Switch 2 because they can't suddenly, you know, when you ride the success of the Switch to suddenly go to, oh, it's home console only because you're going to have this weird sort of audience then that some of them play portable and yeah. some of them don't. Whereas- because if they did that, they'd have to go back to having two yeah. consoles, which I don't see them ever. Like exactly. You said, I don't so see I that think the future again. of Nintendo, again, this is just obviously something a ramble, but I think they have to stick with that formula. And it, let's face it, it works for them. But I don't know how far they can go because what, having a 4K portable console for that last year about two hours. I know we've got the Steam Deck that's coming on on the scene, but it hasn't got the power of Nintendo behind it. Yeah, it's got the Steam library, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Has it really got the the oomph to really compete with the Switch? I completely forgot about the Steam Deck. Is that that's this yeah. year, right? <laughs> yeah, that's coming wow. out this year. I'm I excited to see what that's that like. I pre-ordered one. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. The thing is, it's like, oh yeah, it's a PC on the go. What? So you can play Age of Empires on the go? No. So it's like. Already, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the Steam. I hope it works. Like it's such a novel thing to me that I can take Death Stranding on the go. But what the hell is the battery power going to be like? Yeah, you know, we're not that far ahead yet that we can play these 4K 60 frames, 120 frames per second games. I've, I've liked to think that I've thought of all this, but some of the messes that have come out in recent years, exactly. you just don't know, do you? So, <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know. My prediction is, is I you... go on. Sorry. sorry go on. I was just going to no, say my wild prediction. All of a sudden, is Steam never release bad games? Nah. I can't wait to uh, correct myself at this at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Next year, we will go back to these predictions. So yours is the Renaissance. And sorry, Andy, what's yours again? <laughs> I've completely forgotten. I think he's going to be one of the better gaming years oh, that's we've had for a very, very long time. Like, he's got the, I did, did, did say that. that. I did say that. He's, he's let off, so we're yeah. the ones now. That but no, like, like, like what I mean that. by that is basically what you, you know what you were trying to say about what you think Pokemon should do. I think yeah. that's like potentially, and I think it all depends on the new Sonic movie. I yes, think if that has the same hype and the same reception, and then a new Sonic game comes out, and if it's as good as it could potentially be. I think that's what boosts it, and he get then he gets back, and hopefully that can put him back onto a similar setting of what Mario's on now, and you know what I mean. And I'm not, it won't be, it won't be like the old days where it's Sonic or Mario, Sega, Nintendo, because obviously Sega are just a developer now. The games are on Nintendo console, but you know what I mean. He'd be the 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 other mascot, you know, basically. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. Which he kind of already is, but just back in the top. You, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it now on record that this is the year of the Switch. And if I look back at it at the end of the year and I'm wrong, I'll hold my hands up. But if let's put it this way. If Breath of the Wild 2 isn't coming out this year, then yeah, okay. Probably won't be. But I think yeah. that's literally all, all it rests on. Yeah. There's no, there's no <laughs> exactly. <line. laughs> exactly. There is rumours of a new Mario Kart. It's not my best thing, but I know that that's rumoured to be will. out on the new console. Oh, apparently. fair. And enough, apparently it's going to be a new twist on the formula, but we'll hear about that next year, apparently. I don't know. I'm just well, going to do best. Exactly. So we'll have to try something but, new. But that concludes our longest ever episode. Our first unedited episode. I hope it's not too uh, well, jarring or unprofessional. Um, <laughs> and I hope I hope anyone listening had a great Christmas, a good New Year. You know, surely this year, you know, outside of gaming, has surely it has to be better, right? Don't, don't forget, there is about a minute in it earlier where. Oh yeah, you're that's going to be edited, out. but now you've completely yeah. ruined the magic of that. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah, just just you know. Yeah, so I'm being a bit dishonest now because <laughs> yeah. Jake ruined it earlier. There will be a mini edited out. 
Um, you could just edit so, this out, Dan, and you don't have to apologise. I'm, I'm not going to do the that. End. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I've got two episodes to edit then this week. I'm not doing that. We've already gone really long. What's another minute? It doesn't really... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not... What, how jarring is that going to be for people that suddenly go, he's telling you he's going to edit this out, and he doesn't. <laughs> I've got to leave it in. I've got to edit it out now. I can leave this in. I don't know. Sorry, if you're still listening, this is what it's like sometimes. And if... if Honestly, music to my ears. If I ask people and they say, "Oh, yeah, it was a lot better actually," but like, fantastic. <laughs> I just need to release it and not edit out the, the uh, mm, uh, and silences. That'd be great. But we'll see. And the weird noises apparently you make, Andy. Apparently, I'll have to look, listen out for that in this week's episode. I'm, I do apologise for last week's. I apologise for last week's episodes. That there was some weird noises coming from my end, and I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Oh right! I didn't even. If you heard it, then I'm sorry. If you didn't hear it, don't go and check because it's horrible. (laughs) But it does give us an extra listen, so I'm not complaining. (laughs) But um, but yeah, obviously next week's episode. Well, not next week. Next time's episode, a completely different one actually. Uh, The Xbox and PS3 greatest game tournament. So that's an interesting one. I wonder what wins there. It's a bit different this episode. We already did that. Yeah, we've already done it, but because we record on lag, it's going to be out this week. Ah, right, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not the smartest. That'll be out on the 15th. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the 15th. First and 15th, every month. This is out on the 10th because uh, it's a special episode. But um, yeah, imagine when the listener could be so surprised when they find out there's a Bugsy game that wins it all. No. <laughs> no, that's not even a spoiler. That's ridiculous. Game of the year. But anyway. As, as as always, thank you for listening. I uh, look forward to another year. Really, end of day, this is we we do this as a hobby. Really, if anyone listens, it's just a bonus. So, if you're listening and enjoying it, thank thanks for the support, and you mean the world to me, honestly. And I love these guys to pieces. That's why I just do it. At the end of day, it's just a nice hobby. So, you know, with that, I'm I'm Dan. I'm Jay. I'm Andy. And you stay safe. Bye. <laughs>